Let's get your book published, sharing the truth while giving you tips, tricks, and secrets about the publishing industry with your host, Nicole Gabriel. Hey guys, Nicole Gabriel here. I'm the host of the Let's Get Your Book Published podcast. I'm also the author of multiple books, a book designer, and a publishing coach, as well as an intuitive business coach. I've been in the book business for a while now, and I've helped many clients get their book published over the years. On this podcast, I share personal stories, client stories, and the truths about the publishing industry. Today's topic, what's all the fuss about a publishing imprint? Sometimes I sit down to write a podcast episode, and I think maybe I don't have anything to say. Then all of a sudden, something comes through me and I could go on and on. This episode was originally designed to be just a quickie, but well, this is why I have created a podcast. I have far more to say than I realize until I start talking. Once I got going on this topic, it just seemed to open up more to talk about. I guess that means we'll hit this topic again and again and mull it over for anyone questioning more on this topic. So without further ado, let's get into today's show. I take notice of my most popular podcasts and always try to give you more of what you want. For some reason, the most popular by far of my podcasts is anything related to the publishing imprint. I'm not exactly sure why this is, but let's talk about this and break it down a bit more and let's see if I can bring some needed clarity to the subject. First of all, what is a publishing imprint? Well, quite simply, it's the name of the publishing company publishing your book. It's oftentimes used to market a book if it's from a top publishing company. But as a self-published author, there really are no top companies. There might be some more recognized than others, But when it comes right down to it, it's basically the same thing. But you might find a publisher that also helps you sell or market your book as a part of their package. Or you might find one with better connections to people and industries in better alignment with your book topic. So you might find a few differences in what the publisher will do for you, but essentially the function is the same to get you an ISBN number and barcode to legitimize your book. Let's break this down a little more. It's real easy to get your own publishing company set up, but frankly, this serves no real purpose for an author of one to two books. And if you don't do things professionally here, then you come across as self-published. Let's say your name is Smith and you name your publishing company Smith Publishing. You just told everyone looking at your book that you're self-published. You have to place an image on the spine of your book, and this should look professional. If you don't design a professional image, again, you look self-published. And finally, if you don't establish some kind of identity for yourself with some level of prominence, You just look unprofessional and, again, self-published. There's also the coveted Published in New York label that many authors want. At minimum, you need to get yourself a New York address 
to let everyone know you're published with a New York publisher when asked if you're self-published. Let's break this last point down a little further. So here's a little trick I learned when I first wrote my books. You can find a New York publisher, and then when someone asks you if you're self-published, you can reply with, I'm with a small publisher in New York. You haven't answered directly by saying yes or no, and that indicates to anyone asking that you're not self-published, but rather with a small publisher in New York. It's a little trick many authors use. You haven't lied, and quite honestly, those asking generally don't know why they are. But it can be assumed it's for credibility. Let me tell you what I did for my clients. You can leverage my model for yourself by either using it or recreating it. And I'll tell you the reason why I created this model. When I first self-published, I wanted to legitimize myself as an author. I called up a small publisher in New York and told her I was writing a book and had no idea what she was going to do for me. A few hours later, she emailed me a barcode, and that's when the light bulb went on. Oh, so this is what she does. She asked me how many pages my book was and if it was soft or hard copy, and based on my answers, she gave me a barcode which also had a selling price. I later did some digging to determine what was behind this code. In a nutshell, it tells buyers you are selling a book, who the publisher is, the format of the book, hard or soft cover, and how much you're selling the book for. There's a whole formula in the code that's unique for each item being sold. I think back then I told her I was printing a 336-page hardcover book and she determined my selling price at $24.95. I also had color end sheets and several page color center inserts with photos on glossy papers inside my book. In all reality, there was very little profit selling my book for this low price, and had I known what I was doing back then, I would have raised my price to $29.95. I think my book was about $14 to print each book, so the profit was minimal, and it took quite some time to repay my initial expenses to produce the book at this sales price. When this is all new to an author, we aren't thinking that what the publisher is doing at this point is determining the sales price of the book. They don't generally ask what the cost to produce each book is. They don't generally care if you have color end sheets or expensive color image pages inserted. So in hindsight, I should have known a bit more about this before zooming ahead in a hurry to get this all set up. What I have since done for my authors is to give them a choice if they'd like to use my imprint. I have a design company called Angel Dog Productions, and at the time I was writing my fourth book, I realized that my publisher of my three previous books had really done nothing for me. So I knew I wanted to create my own publishing imprint, not just for my book, but for all future clients, that wanted a simple solution or wanted to ease the hassle of creating their own or calling someone else. I wanted to give my label a little bit of legitimacy 
So I bought an address in New York City on Broadway. I pay a simple monthly fee for this address. Then I went about creating a label for the spine. It's my cute little dog with wings logo. I called the imprint Angel Dog Productions New York. And now I needed to do a little bit of research on how to legitimize my little publishing imprint into a system that could be used by all my clients. I registered with the Library of Congress under this label and became a publisher. Then I went over to Bowker's and bought myself an ISBN number and downloaded a barcode. Here, I learned the importance of why an author needs a new barcode for every format they print. This is how a book is sold in retail locations or online. Should I choose to print a soft cover, I would need to get another code. An ebook requires another code. And yes, an audiobook gets one of its own too. Now, I was often running with a legitimate publishing company. Now I thought about how this was going to look to potential new authors hiring me and learning the imprint process. Of course, they want to know someone somewhere in the process of selling their book is going to help them sell it. But here's the reality check. Even the big houses don't always set aside a marketing budget for authors. So a small publishing house is going to be no different. Before we get going too far along, let me explain to you what is not a publishing imprint. A free Amazon KDP number, a business name, a picture you put on the spine of your book. Now that we got that cleared up, let's move on. Why does an author need or want an imprint? If you're printing a novel, and if you're okay going through the Amazon system to do that, you might find it's really not important to you. Lots of indie authors are pretty fine in this digital Amazon world and just want to create lots of novels or a series of books for the joy of writing. But where things get divided is when it comes to professionalism, reputation, and the future expansion of your book. Writing as a career and writing for the growth of your business is a bit different. If you want to come across as a professional, then you want to cross all the T's and dot all the I's and do things the right way. If you plan to sell in professional locations, bookstores, libraries, etc., the first thing they will ask you is, are you a self-published author? And you may not know how to answer this question. Most authors would say yes, and this generally means they aren't in the book depository. To be considered a book, you have to be listed here. Your book must be in print and listed with either Ingrams or Nielsen. To get your book stocked anywhere, you have to be found here. Your book has to have a unique identifier to even get here. This again is the ISBN number. Now, here's a truly shocking fact. In 2011, the book depository was purchased by Amazon. There was then, and likely there will be again soon, some major controversy over the issue of fair trading that came up here. You'll want to listen to my podcast about the Gutenberg Press a few episodes back. This is all quite a monopoly when you dig beneath the surface. But let's move on. 
When you have your publishing imprint or company defined, the ISBN number and Library of Congress number, then these all get listed on the copyright page in your book. Generally, any good editor will help you come up with this page as it can be rather complicated for a new author to understand the details that are placed here. But this is where the publisher gets listed. This is where someone that knows books will open and say yay or nay as to whether a book has good credentials or not, or look to see if it's self-published. This can be an embarrassment or a bragging page, depending on how you go about this. But please don't be discouraged if you're not with some big publishing house, as it's really quite simple. You either make all the profits or you give them to a big publishing house. Honestly, I think self-published authors deserve far more credit on taking the steps to learn how to go around the big publishing house model and learn how to produce a professional book and how to earn all their own profits. And if someone asks you why you self-published, the simple answer always is, I wanted to keep my own profits. Or, working with a large publisher wouldn't allow me to produce the book I wanted. Or, you might even respond with, why would I want to give away all my profits? I have all kinds of answers here, and I'd be glad to equip you with the knowledge to build an intelligent response. Personally, I like that I get to control my own style and content, and I can produce what works best for me, my life, and aligns with my message, model, or business. I mean, seriously, there's a lot of manipulation in those big publishing house models. What else can I tell you guys? Do you want to know if it's worthwhile to create your own publishing house? For most authors, this is overkill and a ton of work and not necessary. If you're working with my coaching system, I'll get you going with your registration with the Library of Congress and Bowker's, and I'll show you how to get set up with distribution, and you don't have to bother with all the rest. I am set up so that I have no ownership in your material. Honestly, I have no interest in that. I don't care to make profits on your hard work. I just want to show you how to do this all the right way. And how can you secure that your work is safe anyhow? Well, in a self-published model, you control the printing, so you control how many books get created. The printer, editor, and designer are the only ones that see your work, so you could set up agreements with them. In most cases, the editor and designer might like to showcase your work as part of their portfolio but they own no part of the actual book. The designer, however, will tend to own the creative, so no other design company can come along and claim that they created your book cover or did the interior design. That's pretty standard, but it can sometimes get a bit confusing for the new author. No one can really own your book, but you in a self-publishing model. But if that's a concern for you, I can also always show you how to get things copyrighted. I actually did this only for my fourth book, Let's Get Your Book Published, because it's used in an online training program and you can reproduce the book and downloadable PDF workbook. And if you were to take it to a printer, they might ask you to sign over the rights that you own nothing. 
Believe it or not, when I went to print my workbook at a FedEx printing center, I was asked to sign a waiver. And I said, um, this is my own book and workbook. In all honesty, I was flattered that what I produced was professional enough to be questioned. And to be really honest, I had to fight back tears because I had just worked so hard and for so many months to pull it all together. And it was finally all real. I have a 272 page book and another 300 plus pages of printable downloads that supplement my online training program. It's things like a project plan, how to work with an editor, how to work with a designer, what to expect when you go to a printer, etc. I'm always happy to walk you through any questions you have on the publishing process, and I will always straighten you out with the best individual approach for your book project and business when you work with me and my coaching system. I've even helped some clients on getting set up with their own publishing company. I have an hourly rate in the store on my website too, so if you want to just get a bit of extra help on a few topics and you don't need full-on coaching for your book project, I'm happy to help you there too. I hope this helps nail down a few topics as it relates to the publishing imprint. There are so many moving parts to all of this, and it can get a bit overwhelming and confusing. Just let me know how I can guide you, and I'm happy to help. On that note, I hope you have a great weekend, and always, I'm wishing you peace, love, and light. Stay strong and be well. Check out our online book publishing program, join our email list, or earn a great income by signing up for our affiliate referral program over on our Let's Get Your Book Published.com page.